introduce as a class. If you go for a meeting, issue one is also fine.
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Prabhu Ji. Yes, Prabhu Ji. She is there. Yeah. Okay. No, no, Prabhu. Are on the backdrop of a bridge. No, Prabhu. This is Rishabh Dev. We are changing it, Prabhu Ji. Just a second. He's doing all of that? Because he attends his classes, Prabhu Ji. So that's... Sometimes we are moving around, so he doesn't like that. <laughs> Okay, start. I gave you extra time. <laughs> Thank you, Rodi. <laughs> Annoyingly. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Start, man. It's your presentation, not family presentation. You share the you will get your, you have to do your, I'll give you 13 chapter or something, Rahul. No, Prabhu, we're doing half of both. No, <laughs> oh, no, I'll give Rahul 13 chapter, most complete. <laughs> I have not studied the whole chapter, Prabhu, I did only my part. <laughs> okay, fine, go ahead. Yeah. Is presentation? Hare Krishna. I offer my respectful obeisances to all the assembled Vaishnavas. Thank you, Prabhuji, for giving us this opportunity to speak. This is the first time that we are talking about any spiritual topic to anybody. Please forgive us for our offenses that we may do in, in this presentation. Forgiven. <laughs> Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you. <laughs> to start with, Shiva Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has compared Bhagavad Gita with a golden jewelry box. The Bhagavad Gita uh, uh, golden jewelry box, uh, which has a very secret and a jewel inside it. So the 18 chapters of Bhagavad Gita have been divided into three sections and each section contains six chapters. The first section containing the Karma Yoga part of the first six chapters of the Bhagavad Gita have been compared to the base of the box or the lower part of this box. And the last six chapters, that is 13 to 18, which contain the Jnana Yoga have been compared to the jewel studded lid of the box. Whereas the middle section or the bhakti yoga is the secret jewel which lies inside this particular box. In, with the seventh chapter, we start with the bhakti yoga section of Bhagavad Gita. In the first six chapters of the Bhagavad Gita, the soul or the living entity has been described as a non-material soul which has the capability to elevate itself uh, to a state of spiritual realization or self-realization by the process of various yogas. And by the end of the sixth chapter, it has clearly been stated that the topmost yoga system is to concentrate the mind upon Krishna or in other words, to be Krishna conscious. And in this particular seventh chapter, Krishna tells us that how do we become Krishna conscious? His Grace Sutapa Prabhuji has given us an acronym for this uh, Bhagavad Gita chapter so that we can easily remember the flow of the chapter. And acronym for this seventh chapter is HEAD, where H stands for hearing, and the shlokas covered under this is 1 to 3. E stands for everywhere, and the shlokas are 4 to 12. 
A stands for accept or reject the shlokas 13 to 19. And last is D demigods, which is shlokas 20 to 30. So let's start with the first section, hearing. This is uh, Sudhapa Prabhu Manor. Yes, 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 Prabhuji. Hearing. Rare understanding of Krishna and his energies is obtained through proper hearing. Krishna begins this chapter by stressing the absolute necessity of hearing from the spiritual source to understand the universal realities. In the purport of Bhagavad Gita 7.1, Srila Prabhupada writes, therefore one has to learn from Krishna directly or from a pure devotee of Krishna and not from a non-devotee upstart puffed up by with academic education. And later in the purport, Prabhupada again writes, therefore only by hearing from Krishna or from his devotee in Krishna consciousness, one can understand the science of Krishna. During our classes, we also saw the examples of various devotees of the, uh, who follow this Shravanam uh, process. The example of Prahlad Maharaj, uh, Queen Rukmini, and Prabhupada and his disciples, the various hippies, how Prabhupada, they were hearing to Prabhupada so uh, seriously and they turned into great devotees. Then in 7.2, Krishna tells us that what is complete knowledge? That complete knowledge is to know matter, spirit, and the source of both. And Prabhupada writes in the purport that only a devotee in disciplic succession uh, directly from the Lord can receive this such knowledge. Then in third shloka, uh, the rarity of this uh, particular, the rarity of this uh, complete knowledge is described, wherein uh, the shloka states that out of many thousand among men, one may endeavor for perfection. And out of those who have achieved perfection, kindly, uh, hardly one knows me in truth. His, His Grace Gaurangpriya Prabhuji uh, gives a practical application of the third verse. He states that bhakti is easy because it does not require any material qualification. And at the same time, in another sense, bhakti is difficult to perfect because it is obtained only by selfless devotion and not by any material formula or mental speculation or ritual. So from the first section, we conclude that hearing from uh, Krishna or from the devotee by hearing we develop uh, uh, complete knowledge. And from this complete knowledge, we develop faith. And from faith comes remembrance of the Lord. Getting into next section. Next section is everywhere. Krishna is the source of both material and spiritual energies. Everything within our experience is a combination of these two energies. This And, and this, this understanding enables us to see Krishna everywhere. So the two energies, which are material energy and the spiritual energy. The material energy or the prakriti is the inferior energy and it principally consists of eight elements. The five gross elements and the three subtle elements. The gross elements are earth, water, fire, air and ether. And the subtle elements are mind, intelligence and false ego. And these eight elements, they expand to give the other, uh, total of 24 elements. Now, this material energy is the, en uh, is the energy of the Lord in his different Purusha incarnations. Hence, it is meant for the enjoyment of the supreme energetic and not the living entity. The next is the Jiva. Jiva is the superior energy of the Lord. And why is it the superior energy of the Lord? It is called the superior energy of the Lord because uh, the quality of their existence is same as that of the Lord. Then secondly, material energy works only because of this, this superior energy of the Lord, the Jiva. Without the Jiva, the material energy can, cannot do anything on itself. And uh, 
now this if if it is so powerful how is it different from the lord the second question arises how is this living entity different from the lord the difference between the lord and this uh, superior energy of the lord is that though they are quality, in quality they are same but in the quantity of the power they are not same the jiva and the lord the living entity being the energy of the lord is always controlled by the lord it is always under the control of the lord and it has no independent existence without the lord and secondly jiva tends to get influenced by matter whereas the supreme lord never gets so in verses 7.6 and 7.7 uh, krishna explains further that uh, god is superior to both matter and living entity cause of creation god, uh, krishna is the cause of creation and the cause of dissolution also he is the maintainer of both all depend on him but no one can see him just like no one can see the thread that holds together a pearl necklace krishna has no superior uh, no superior uh, to him and here also propat gives like if we know that uh, krishna is the source of both material and the spiritual energies uh, similarly when we see something some creation we know that there is some creator behind it suppose we see a building then we uh, we automatically know that somebody must have created this particular building some person is there behind it similarly so when we see a satellite a man made satellite in air we know that there is a this some scientist a set of scientists who have created this particular scientist maybe nasa or maybe some other organization has created the scientist and launched the satellite similarly when this earth is rotating in a particular orbit when we understand all these concepts we come we understand that behind that earth behind all the uh, cosmic manifestation there or there is also a creator behind it so this this understanding that material energy and jiva are both uh, energies of the lord and lord is the controller of everything we come uh, we can uh, by this uh, understanding we can see god everywhere how we see god everywhere like suppose uh, and when a child sees his uh, something possessing to his father suppose he sees his father's car keys he immediately remembers his father because he know that this thing belongs to the father similarly if we see anything possessing uh, we see everything as lord's possession then automatically we see everything as uh, belonging to the lord and indirectly we see the lord like for example uh, the um, uh, we heard from prabhuji in class of like once a devotee told prabhupad in a morning walk like prabhupad what a beautiful uh, sunrise immediately prabhupad said the thing if this if, if this creation is so beautiful then how beautiful the lord must be and amogleela prabhu also cited an uh, example from propad that once a devotee of uh, once a devotee was traveling along with propad and he was looking at a very beautiful air hostess and propad saw that devotee watching that uh, air hostess and propad said uh, uh, isn't she beautiful then the, the devotee was embarrassed then propad said yes she is beautiful then think if she is so beautiful the creation of the lord is so beautiful then how beautiful the lord must be so but if we realize these uh, understanding then we can realize that god is everywhere and propad also mentions in the purport that this is the achintya bheda bed which chaitanya mahaprabhu taught us krishna explains further in the following four verses that he is essential or the maintaining principle of various manifestations we should appreciate krishna not only as the cause but also the essence of everything like in the next four it is explained like krishna is the taste of water he is the light of sun and moon he is the om of the vedic mantras he is the sound of ether the ability of man the fragrance of earth 
the heat of fire, the life of the living beings, the penance of the aesthetics, the original seed, bija of all existence, intelligence of the intelligent, proneness of the powerful men, strength of the strong, and regulated sex life of the religious principles. And in uh, the point, uh, 7.13, it is explained that Krishna is nirguna, not affected by the modes. This is one of the special characteristics of Bhagwan. All material activities are conducted under the three modes. These modes emanate from the Supreme Lord and he is not subordinate to them. Hare Krishna, Roji. I'll continue from here, Roji. So Krishna is explaining in uh, verse 13 and 14 that... Uh, Everybody how... has to fly his own plane. <laughs> you guys divided. <laughs> so in verse 13 and 14, Krishna is explaining about the three modes of material nature and how it is controlled by Krishna. So uh, Krishna is telling that uh, he is not uh, uh, like the living entities... Uh, cannot understand Krishna because they are under the influence of three modes of material nature. Uh, the three modes are controlled by Krishna, but he himself does not get influenced by them. I don't believe this. Due to influence of TMM, Ellie cannot understand Krishna. Raul, <laughs> you are some coder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this living entity, bro, Ellie. <laughs> I know, I know. TMM is the modes of material nature. <laughs> three modes of material nature. I just prepared a couple of hours ago. <laughs> okay, so and the material energy is separated energy of Krishna and example uh, what, what I heard was about like cow and milk. Milk is energy of cow but it is separated from the cow. The uh, These uh, the modes are very difficult to overcome and these are complete like a rope. Prabhupada is explaining in the purpose. They are complete like a rope which is which is tightly bounding the conditioned soul. And the example is given that a bound cannot help a bound. And we need to be rescued by an unbound. So the unbound is referring to Guru and Krishna's devotees who can rescue us from this uh, bondage of three modes of material nature. These I've taken it from your slides, Roji. The in the next uh, 15 to 19 is explaining about uh, the four uh, kinds of miscreants and four kinds of sukritinas so we uh, from here we understand that liberation from the laws of material nature has been sought by the leaders of mankind with great plans and perseverance for many years and uh, but why are they are not adapting to this method if uh, liberation can be attained by surrendering to krishna so here we will have the four uh, miscreants who are not surrendering to Krishna. Then uh, uh, 16 to 19 uh, is describing four types of person who surrendered to Krishna and how the wise man is best because he does not desire some gain. So the four kinds of miscreants mentioned are Moda, Naradma, Maya, Haprita, Jnana and Asuram, Bhavam, Asritaha. Uh, Muda means the grocery foolish, hard working asses. So these people work very hard, but uh, but they will not understand that uh, the purpose of human life uh, is to inquire and uh, to become Krishna consciousness. Uh, 
to gain uh, to progress in krishna conscious path then these are naradhama is uncivilized people they do not even follow uh, any rules and regulations then uh, maya pritha gyana they uh, these are so called advanced uh, people whether in uh, science poetry music politicians or so they they do not think beyond that so they are just thinking that this is uh, this intellectual uh, uh, position that they have that's the best then asuram bhavam is the demonic natured people uh, next are the uh, four uh, pious people uh, living entities have been explained these are artha arthaarthi jigyasu and gyan artha artha not artha 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 yes go ahead artha 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 arthaarthi jigyasu and gyani artha uh, artha is distressed so who are seeking uh, like uh, who reach out to worship krishna because they are distressed and they want to overcome that distressful situation then some who are uh, uh, reaching out to krishna in desiring uh, of wealth and uh, the example was like of dhruv maharaj then jigyasu who are curious example gyani and uh, gyani the one in search of knowledge artha example was uh, gajendra jigyasu i forgot who he and <laughs> jigyasu is a sage of naimisharanya yeah. yes yes roji naimisharanya yeah and gyani prabhu ji gyani is the kumaras kumaras yes roji sir so uh, in purport prabhupada is explaining all the four uh, sukritinas they can become pure devotees when they come in contact with a pure devotee you wouldn't get a smaller font huh? sorry prabhu ji get a smaller font uh, these actually i was first writing in a notepad then i transferred it here and you must have been you must have been glad that the class started 15 minutes late no? <laughs> <laughs> so Uh, when they come in contact with pure devotees they can become pure devotees and they can give up their uh, uh, materialistic desires for which they were worshiping krishna or they were approaching krishna so the, the verse is from uh, nectar devotion anya bilashata shunyam is cited here uh, pure devotees can transform even and the power of devotional service is also stated here that not only the sukritanas uh, but also even the dushkritanas can uh, can be transformed by associating with a pure devotee uh, in text 17 to 19 uh, it's uh, mentioned why krishna is regarding gyanis as the highest among the four sukritanas in any, any example of dushkritana transformed by devotee association Uh, prabhu ji jagai madhai and propad went uh, to us and all the malichas nagari also historically so 17 to 19 is talking about the gyanis uh, a devotee full in knowledge and engaged in devotional service is very dear to krishna and krishna is very dear to him and uh, krishna is saying that all the four categories of pious uh, living entities are considered magnesium a magnanimous as great soul and among them the gyanis is considered as the best uh, because 
his only purpose is to uh, serve the supreme lord with love and devotion the uh, from bhagavatam 9.4.68 uh, in the purport prophet has stated that the devotees are always in my heart this is talking about uh, the gyanis Uh, the devotees are always in my heart, and I am always in the heart of my devotees. The devotee does not know anything beyond me, and I cannot forget the devotee. There is very intimate relationship between me and the pure devotees. Pure devotees, in full knowledge, are never out of spiritual touch, and therefore they are very dear to me. The sadhu nam rade mayam. So Krishna says, devotees are always in my heart. but uh, also like stated that uh, but it may take many births actually to come, come to the level of pure devotional service and such a great soul is very rare and uh, the reasons uh, uh, among gyanis also i forgot what i was writing here just a second such initially my just a second question You are talking about the, uh, this thing, na? Manusha na, bhona janmana mante. This is what bhona janmana mante. This initial, the situation in transcendent trans. In in initially they may be impersonalists, but when they realize uh, uh, the progress in Krishna consciousness, eventually they start entering the Krishna. Yes. And yeah, and bhakti is rare among gyanis also. Yeah. and uh, association of your devotees uh, fasten this process and they come to the stage when uh, they can understand vasudeva sarvamiti the next uh, section talks about demigods and impersonalists so krishna tells that uh, the less intelligent people worship demigod for material gain uh, this these less uh, is compared to the sukritinas Uh, that they are less because sukritanas were directly coming to krishna the impersonalists who surrender to the formless aspect of krishna is explained in 24 and 25 and uh, krishna is covering them himself from the, their vision 26 to 30 talks uh, about bewilderment of the living entity and knowledge of krishna okay I, i'll just uh, read out from my notes for you so from uh, 20 to 25 uh, so these uh, the people who are into demigod worship they are uh, not clearly falling as into dushkritnas or sukritna categories uh, they surrendered to the demigod of their choice which depend upon the their own nature and the likings to the rules and regulation they want to follow and the krishna is explaining why they choose uh, some demigods because they want to fulfill their some of their immediate uh, material desires and uh, they they think that these could be achieved faster than approaching krishna himself but they do not understand that krishna is the final uh, uh, final authority to provide these benedictions so the demigods also get uh, get these uh, powers or these resources by krishna's uh, arrangement while uh, it when it's compared to the sukritinas the it is saying that uh, but uh, but they uh, go to krishna like akele krishna akela ishwar krishna ara sab vrtya so they they are at a much advanced level 
Krishna also like it is telling that uh, even the faith in the demigod is uh, established by Krishna. And why Krishna is doing that? Because he is providing independence to all the living entities. And he is also providing material facilities to fulfill their own desires. But everything is finally dependent on Krishna himself. And then the Prabhupada is explaining that, uh, but some of the impersonalists or uh, may say that worshipping demigods and Krishna will lead to, lead to the same path, which is uh, rejected here. Krishna is clearly saying that though the worshipper of demigods will go to the planets of demigods and those uh, who surrender to Krishna will come back to him. So that's the clear distinction has been made. And, uh, and why so? Because those who have been worshipping demigods have actually not developed faith for Krishna, so they cannot go back to him. Then uh, the faults in doing a, uh, going towards uh, demigod worship is stated by, because uh, it is limited. The fruits received from them is limited and temporary. And then such living entities are being uh, called as Alp Medasa. They are called less intelligent. The fruits, what did they say? The fruits? The received from demigods are limited and temporary. Ah, yeah. They are perishable. And this is, uh, is contrasted by uh, worshipping Krishna with material desire because uh, that actually helps them to progress towards uh, uh, spiritual realizations and progress into a Krishna consciousness. And Krishna also purifies them uh, during this process when these material desires are being uh, awarded. Uh, then another uh, argument is made uh, about like if demigods are the parts of the body of Krishna himself, so why why there is a distinction made here? So Prabhupada is saying that we uh, like even the living entity is considered as the part of Krishna. Like we the it's divided into four the Varnashram system. We are dividing the body as head, arm, waist, and legs. But uh, but we are always feeding the stomach. So even if demigods are considered as body parts of Krishna, but uh, we have to realize with what's the right place to feed uh, feed in. So that's the stomach, and which is being referred to as Krishna. So that's the. Uh, so this concludes the demigod section. After that, uh, it starts with the impersonalist uh, verses twenty four and twenty five. So demigod worshippers were called Alpabuddhya, less intelligent. Now impersonalists are even uh, degraded. They are called Abhuddhya, as unintelligent. They cannot understand Krishna on their scholarly skills or studying Vedas even for many years. One must understand him by devotional service. And that begins by chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. When present on this planet, uh, it, uh, the in purple, Prabhupada is explaining in uh, 25th verse, when Krishna was pre present on this planet, only few could understand him. He can cover himself by his internal potency. Example is given like only Bhish, Pandavas, and only few selected uh, uh, devotees were able to see him, and while others were not able to recognize the potency of Krishna. 26 to 27 are uh, about delusion by Maya.
So Krishna is telling here about that he is all this is the all knower. He knows everything. Probably to go to the next slide, no? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. 26 to 27, Krishna is telling that he uh, he knows everything, what has happened in the past, what is happening now, and what is yet to come. But no one knows him. And why nobody knows him? Because they, they are uh, they are into dualities of, of uh, material nature. Examples are going like uh, they distinguish between dishonor and honor, misery and happiness, man and woman, good and bad, pleasure and pain. And why all this delusion is arising? And the first, at first, Krishna is saying this delusion has been there from the beginning of the creation itself, like from the birth of the uh, or the manifestation of the living entity himself. And this arises from Icha and Voish. And the Icha is like we want to become God. And Voish is we want to reject Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And finally, Krishna concludes uh, this chapter in 29 and 30. And it describes that there is another uh, devotee. Uh, which has mixed intentions and he wants liberation from birth and death and due to intelligence uh, desires freedom from old age and disease and takes shelter of Krishna's service. The, uh, these devotees uh, are, are like in Brahman, called Brahman. In devotional service they act as Brahman because they know everything about transcendental activities. Second, they understand Krishna is Adi Bhuta, Adi Dev and Adi Yagya which is uh, taken up in the next shloka and uh, stating that uh, in, the uh, in the last shloka that Krishna is the Supreme Lord. He is Adhibhuta, governing principle of material manifestation, Adhidev, governing principle of demigods, and Adhi Yagya, governing principle of all methods of sacrifice. So thus, uh, this chapter is concluded here. Sorry, Prabhuji, for any errors and please. <laughs> and the presentation was also not good the last parts. Defense not killna. <laughs> don't don't go on the attack with defense. <laughs> okay, does anyone have questions on this? First of all, I must congratulate Rahul and Ritika for a sincere effort uh, to some amount of a summary of the seventh chapter. Feedback and all that we'll discuss separately. Uh, but in terms of uh, effectiveness, I found it quite useful that at least it had a recap of the seventh chapter. Many devotees were uh, probably studying the chapter in breaks, fits and spurts. I was in between, I was gone somewhere. So there's break, breakages in the chapter. It's still kind of you recapped. So that was very good. I particularly liked the jewel studded box with which you started. That is a very good uh, way to start. And you've broken up the 
chapter. The only thing is, I was thinking that that uh, I'm still a little curious um, if D is about demigods, and that is from uh, he says I think from twenty three to thirty or twenty one to thirty or something. Twenty one to thirty. Uh, yeah, but it is not. You know, this is really demigods is till twenty five. So, isn't it? So, yeah. so I was a little curious. I'm a little curious about. There must be some reason. Maybe he's just trying to connect it to the gods, supreme mercy of the Lord. And uh, uh, I would be happy if uh, you can also supplement this presentation with a flow chart from uh, Gorang Darshan Prabhu's book. Um, how the chapter breakage is. Yes, uh, I don't know if it is there for chapter wise, but I think it's somewhat there right at the beginning from chapter to chapter. Also, the linkages between sixth chapter and eighth chapter, yes, seventh, uh, that can be established now okay. as a slide. So that will make this uh, presentation uh, and also maybe one slide containing the important verses of the chapter, one line each thing, which verse, many verses I told. So there's an overall perspective because otherwise uh, this breakup of topics, uh, while by themselves are very good, you need a complete comprehension of the chapter by connecting the verses. So why is Krishna saying what? First, first four verses, is first three verses, is this, 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 you mentioned, but the picture in which, how do they connect together? How do they piece together? So they were all kind of standing out separately. Yes, sir. So probably due to lack of time, I guess. But uh, uh, I personally found that uh, I could see your sincerity, and there's a lot of hard work. I would not have been able to do this if I had so less time. So you've done definitely better than what I would have done. It's... Thank you very much for that. Uh, thank you very much for that. I could see the sincerity in your effort, and given uh, your tough schedules, uh, you've done a very good job. Thank you very much. I think as a matter of respect, all of you should ask some questions at least. My Gurudev says that if you don't ask questions, either you've not understood anything or you understood everything. If you understood everything, please give comments. We're not done. If you're not understood anything, ask questions. Or is it that everybody is muted their video and it's okay? Yes. Prabhuji, I would like to ask something. In 7.29, it said that the devotees with mixed intention that means that they are desiring for liberation mm. so it is like they are not uh, coming for uh, just the devotional service or to serve krishna without any desire but they have desire of liberation that's why they're called mixed yeah basically jnana mishra bhaktas they have liberation as a purpose uh, they understand that material life is misery and they want to escape material life but the purest devotee is one who says mama janmani janmani ishwari okay material life may be misery but i don't mind I'd rather have, uh, what is it, Kita Jan Mahila? I'd rather be uh, a worm in a Vaishnava's house. It doesn't make a difference to me. So that kind of elevated consciousness is there It is only in an Ananya Bhakta, hmm. one who is unalloyed devotion service. But these are Jnana Mishra Bhaktas, essentially have purpose of uh, mixed devotion. Karma Mishra, Jnana Mishra. That is why it is said, Jnana Karmadi Anavrutam, Anya Avilashita Shunyam. 
Does anyone remember how we define Anya Abhilashita from Bhakti Vasamrita Sindhu? No other desire, I said. Do you remember how? No other desire uh, of any gyan, wealth. It is not Anya Abhilasha, it is Anya Abhilashita. Yes, Reshma Mati. I think you had mentioned this example that when a devotee is uh, expecting, I mean, is uh, faced with a sudden de death situation, he can call out for help from the Lord, and that is uh, Abhilashita. Yeah, is, but it is not. It is not his intrinsic nature. It is not his intrinsic. Nature. That's the point. Yes. Abhilasha means it is intrinsic nature. He wants to have desires fulfilled. Abhilashita means uh, it is not his intrinsic nature. He is calling out uh, in a matter of uh, seeking protection from the Lord. So that much is allowed. Uh, yeah. Is that fine, Radhana Kamathi? Yes, Prabhuji. So, Prabhuji, that is the not the last stage of liberation. Uh, clearly not. Clearly not. And a pure devotee would not want liberation anyways. Yeah, one of the symptoms of devotion service is moksha laghutakrut. He thinks that uh, liberation is tucham. It is, uh, it is uh, uh, condemnable. In fact, uh, Prabhupada Sarasi Thakur talks about other forms of liberation as kaivalyam narakayate. It is hell. To merge in the Brahman existence is hell. But uh, even Salokya, Sarupya, Samipya, Sarshri, the four forms of liberation are sought by Vaishnavas. Even that is not desired uh, by pure devotee. Uh, you know, that part of Nectro devotion, you can post it, uh, Rahul. You see, you understand which portion I'm talking about? Where this Moksha Lagudakrit part comes. Okay. Yeah. Where it says Krishna, uh, Prabhupada mentions the Nectro devotion. Okay, I said Anya Bilashita Prabhuji was not able to locate verses for that. Anya Bilashita is there in uh, I have the Bhakti Rasamrasindu original with uh, translation by uh, Banu Maharaj. It is there in that. Uh, and there is a book called Waves of Devotion by Dhanurudhar Maharaj. You'll probably find it somewhere in the congregation there. Okay, Prabhupada. Look it up and post it properly. It'll be nice. So, Prabhuji, the highest desire would be uh, the association of devotees and service absolutely, of Lord. Absolutely. Service to the Lord is the topmost. Service of the Lord is the topmost. Everything else can wait. Mama Janmani, Janmani Shwari, Bhavatat, Bhakti Rahetu Ki Pray. What is that word? Jeevetayo Mukti Patesa Dayabak. So, and say mukti there, the mukti is not uh, kaivalya mukti. The mukti is uh, Vaishnava liberation. For a devotee who performs devotion service despite adversity, glorifying the Lord in both adversity and prosperity, for him, liberation is a right. It is an inheritance, just like a son has to be just alive to get the inherit the property. So, dayabak, he, he, he is eligible for the property of uh, muktipada, of liberation. So in other words, he doesn't have to even separately try. He doesn't have to separately try for liberation. There's one more sloka by, I think, Prabhupada Sarasitaka, Mukti Mukura Mukura Tanjali, something that comes up for God. 
basically devotion uh, for a devotee at a pure devotee's doorstep mukti bhukti they are all waiting see if you can find out somebody can find out and post it harihara you can try the pure okay, devotee's do doorstep uh, all this liberation bhukti they are all waiting see if you can post that shloka i think prabodhan sir said it not mistake muktir mukuradanjali something like that it comes they are fine radhanga mati yes prabhu ji thank you so much who else has a question or a comment hari krishna prabhu dhanyavad pranam prabhu ji anna pramati i knew you gonna ask me prabhu ji thank you mata ji for wonderful presentation and prabhu ji very nice and uh, regarding this poundrak vasudeva he was always chastising krishna and he himself was like uh, uh, equating himself with krishna lord na prabhu ji Hmm. but how he got the form of the same lord prabhu swarup of the lord it's 10th canto hmm. you're asking a bachcha's difficult questions uh you want to answer that rahul is your presentation no prabhu i do not know the answer prabhu okay so i give that as uh, uh, i give that as homework to swadhyay prabhu is there hari krishna prabhu dhanavad prabhu ji this is dhanavad is a homework for you find the route and post it on the group the answer to this you can i can refer 10th canto as well as krishna book okay prabhu and nectar devotion okay prabhu hint hints thank you prabhu you want hint <laughs> yes prabhu okay so there are there are two points one is uh, you remember krodhat bhayat veshat snehat there was one shloka that uh, comes in narad muni is telling vishnu maharaj i think seventh canto it is already posted yes prabhu and also anukulena krishna anushilana so connect the two and come up with a good answer and there will be more okay prabhu You don't have to post it today. If you can't, you can even post it tomorrow. That's fine. Okay. No, even today I can post. I came Hyderabad Roji for my daughter's exam. Hmm. So you have time. Uh, I want time, Roji. Huh? I don't have time, Roji. Actually, I'm moving here and there to to drop for her, her exam. Actually. So what are you has... saying? What is your excuse now? I I want time, Roji. What time? One point. How much time will you need? Okay, I will post Roji. <laughs> Will you do it tomorrow? Or not do it tomorrow. Tomorrow it will be for probably. Okay. So Nidhiyan Radhika Mataji, you post it. Probably uh, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> try why? Because you're busy. Um, no, no, probably I don't know. I mean, answer I have absolutely no clue, probably that is why I'll. Try. <laughs> Very humble you are. Mm. No, no, Prabhuji. Actually, really, I don't know. I'll try to search and I'll try to I post it. Search, 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 search. Yeah. Okay, you have some. You no, know, Vaishnavi is genuinely appreciating Rahul and Ritika. Very interesting. Rahul and Ritika. The names start with R. Reshma and Radha Naga Mathi also start with R. nobody else seems to be bothered but appreciating rahul and ritika mm. 
politeness <laughs> coming out of presentation iska naam bhi nahi lenge to kuch sochega nahi nahi but it's because of you anyway we are coming here daily so hare krishna hare krishna you kind um okay so let's wind up it's been a reasonable time now we have spent uh, nearly 45 minutes on the presentation sincere appreciation to rahul and rithika ചാപ്റ്റർ Uh, of the chapter and also connections to chapter 6 and 8 mm. one more thing i told na important verses prabhu ji yeah so you can do that and then then the chapter presentation will be complete so we will start with the eighth chapter tomorrow uh probably 19th and 20th we will not have class because there is a international uh, presentation on science and spirituality Uh, we have a iskon has a scientific wing called institute of science and spirituality so so they have asked me to be the mc for this uh, seminar the, the education minister of india is also going to be he's going to be the chief guest so this will be on the 19th and 20th and it's uh, so four hours each day 4 to 8 pm and 4 to 8 pm it's online so it's okay otherwise i'm very austere so i don't want to be getting caught in between presentations so we will not have class on 19th and 20th which is uh, saturday and sunday so tomorrow we'll start with uh, eighth chapter or another option is that we start with uh, uh, we'll do pravaha on the 18th because 1920 there's no class so the gap will be big uh, we'll see maybe i'll try to give a summary of uh, the structure of the universe after the presentation made by mataji just to complete the chapter and then we'll start with the sixth canto in the next uh, week so that is on 18th will have prabhat tomorrow we'll start with the eighth chapter i think uh, hang on for a moment eighth chapter is called attaining the supreme No. so this is a direct continuation between 
Arjuna's last question. Arjuna is asking uh, uh, Krishna is himself mentioning about uh, Brahma, Adhyatma, Karma, Adibhuta, Adideva, Adiyajna, and Prayana Kale. So that is, uh, Arjuna wants to know about them more in detail, and that is starts in the 8th chapter. So the first four verses, Krishna answers Arjuna's questions. So we'll be covering that tomorrow. Hey. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Uh, yes, uh, Prabhuji, I think in Bhagavad Pravaha we did not cover that uh, King Rahuguna's part. Oh, it is? Problem is, I have been highlighting highlighter all over the book, so I don't know whether I completed the portion for myself or for you guys. Uh, so, okay, we didn't touch Rahuguna. That's a very important portion. That whole portion is left, huh? Yes, Prabhuji. Page number 107. Thank you. Okay, I want to just uh, shortlist a few things uh, so there is no confusion. One, uh, Radhanaga Mataji. Yes, Prabhuji. I think you are posting the chapters, right, in Pravaha? Yeah. Yeah, Prabhuji. I think you'll have to keep a note of these, what we covered and what we did not cover. Yeah, the last paragraph where, till where you had read and uh, told us I'd made a mark and that, and then I'd further on I'd posted the pages after that. Yeah, but then it the becomes, uh, I don't suppose people are noting it, neither did I. If you can specifically mention as a text. Uh, page 106. Yeah, Prabhuji, page 106, the paragraph in his next life. Bharat, Bharata was born in Brahma family. This was the last paragraph that you spoke about. Yeah, but then, you know, I'm saying that it, like, like uh, Hariyara right now alerted me. I would expect yeah. if you are doing this, that you should alert me or the yeah. group. Yeah. Just mention that, you know, this portion. Like Vikas Prabhu says at the end of the chapter every day, what was mm -hmm. covered in the day. So, okay. at least in terms of Pravaha, because we meet only once a week, Yeah. you can mention just before the class uh, or after the class, whichever way you want. Okay. That this is to be covered. Preferably a couple of days before the Pravaha class. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Okay, what we have finished and what the remaining portion that I'll send. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just, uh, because when you're scanning and sending them, not everybody reads, frankly. So, at least I don't. So... Because I have a book, so you can yeah. just make note of that. Second thing, uh, uh, I want to just request this. Uh, Rahul, uh, you can do this service that uh, uh, you and uh, your wife and Reshma Mataji were supposed to work out that study notes, no? Yes, Puri. Whatever has been covered now. What is the progress on that? What deadline did we set? Through New Year. No. So what's in the ground? Hare Krishna, Prabhuji.
Hare Krishna. Yes, sir. So you supposed to go, my uh, the power went off and so Wi-Fi went off. So we uh, said New Year is supposed to present. Okay, so that's fine. Um, so the the next part that I wanted to say was that you know uh, every day I talk about uh, various things that somebody has to post. So you know somebody has to post something, somebody has to give some note, some shloka, whatever. Actually, there's no track of it. I don't even know if people are carrying out what I'm asking them to do because I don't remember. So I think uh, I'm just thinking maybe. Somebody should uh, render the service. Maybe Raghavati Vikas Prabhu is doing this. Uh, Harihara, what are you doing otherwise? Have I told you to do something regularly? No, Prabhuji. So can you render this service that, you know, every day whatever uh, assignments have been allotted name-wise, you can just take a quick note of it while I'm saying this and then you can just post it on the group. And yes, so and so supposed to do this, so and so supposed to do this, so and so. And then what happens is in future it will become easy for uh, Rahul, Ritika, and Reshma Mathi uh, that you know they can compile this. And you know we compile it every three months or so. We keep updating it. You find Rahul? Yes, Prabhuji. So I think at the end of the class this will be like a very good set of notes for everyone. Yes, um, I cross cross books. And if you can put it like you're saying, you're putting it topic-wise, that'll be wonderful. Okay, Prabhu, the Mahatajis, I will wind up now. Srila Prabhupada, Vijay, Hare Krishna. I want to thank you again, Rahul and Ritika. Thanks, Thanks to you, Prabhupada. Thanks, 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 Prabh